0: Did you ever wonder what could have been with the AWA had things gone differently? Had their fortunes gone differently? Had certain wrestlers not left and perhaps more money would have been at the disposal of the Ganyas? Well, wonder no further. You can go to Brad Drake's YouTube channel and experience the 1987 Supermod for yourself as Brad Drake starts off in May 1987 along with Greg Ganya, Baron Von Rochke, Bern Gagne himself, Nick Brockwinkle, Larry Zbysko, Kurt Hennig, and a slew of others as he plays and saves the AWA. Welcome to another edition of Pumps and Puffs and Talk with Us, and I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is a rising star on the independent circuit he wrestles currently in extreme pro wrestling and other independent circuits but he is currently the epw extreme pro wrestling heavyweight champion ladies and gentlemen it is my pleasure to introduce mr marco harris marco thanks for coming on today really appreciate it
1: thank you brian thank you for having me today
0: yeah uh we were talking a little bit before we come on Uh, Ralph Harkey is is a friend of mine, and uh, he thinks very highly of you, speaks very highly of you. And he asked me, he says, you got to get this guy on here. And I said, all right. And here we are. So I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, Let's talk a little bit, if we could, Marco. Childhood. Growing up, where are you from? What was your family life like? Uh, I know you're pretty young, and we'll get into that in a few minutes. So, but just tell us a little bit about growing up.
1: Um, Pretty much, I'm from Jackson, Tennessee. I was born on December 28th, 2003. Uh, it was my mom and my two older brothers, pretty much. I was young. I'm the youngest child on my mom's. And pretty much, we just grew up in a duplex. And it was just like a normal childhood. I mean, nothing too crazy, of course. Like Everything around me was just like, out there. I wasn't really much of an outside person. That was more like mm-hmm. to myself, rather than with the family, I guess. But um during that time, it was just like, all I knew was like sports and wrestling, pretty much like Monday Night Raw would come on. I was watching TNA. I was watching like everything. My brothers were already into it. They picked up the video games and then that's where it all just from there, pretty much. So it was SmackDown versus Raw's, And, um, Yeah, that's just pretty much all I do. Like, everybody in school, elementary, I was showing up with, like, John Cena shirts and everything, and it was just, that's just how my life was at the time. Yeah. Hey,
0: everyone, this is Brian Ferguson. Fans of the AWA, you are in for a real treat. My friend, Joyce Postion has just released her book titled My Ringside Seat to the AWA. Joyce writes about her personal experiences with wrestlers such as Nick Bockwinkle, Lord Alfred Hayes, Baron Von Raschke, and others. Joyce also has published many photos from her collection that you will not see anywhere else. Order today by email at joyce.postion at gmail.com. Payment is through PayPal. The book is only $20 plus $6 shipping and handling. International orders, please email Joyce for shipping charge. Folks, run, don't walk to your keyboard, and order today, and enjoy the podcast. That's that's awesome, I wanna say, You're 19 years old,
1: Mm
0: going to be 20 in December, about a couple months, Mm -hmm. and you are at a young age, a heavyweight champion in in a, in a, in a, in a independent, that says a lot about one of your abilities and one, your character. Because I know, uh, you just said you grew up with your mom and two older brothers, so I know life wasn't easy. Uh, but so what decide, what made you decide, you know what? I'm going to go into pro wrestling. I'm going to go to this training. What just gave you that ambition? Did you train in high school? I mean, did you do any wrestling in high school or anything? Or talk about that a little bit, if you would, please.
1: So again, at a young age, I was just wrestling all I knew. That's pretty much, I just, I knew I wanted to do, I just didn't know how to. So mm-hmm. this is where the wrestling cycle begins pretty much. In my sophomore year, uh, there's this guy that I keep hearing about. He's like, all my friends, they all know I'm, I'm a wrestling head. Like I love wrestling and they're all talking about it. And it's like this one teacher, he's a wrestler and I'm like, huh, who's the teacher and I haven't got him yet. But my sophomore year, Spanish class, and I walk into the classroom, I'm expecting, like, I'm just expecting just a normal Spanish class. And everybody's like, he's the wrestler, he's the wrestler. And mind, it's Jason Genesis, pretty much. The man that trained me, and the man that I currently, like, just beat for the heavyweight title. <laughs> wow, wow. So... Just to start there, pretty much, um, I I was doing good in school and everything, but I was like, once I heard something about wrestling, I was like, all right, we're shifting over here now. So me and him, we just instantly started talking about wrestling, like the entire class, <laughs> and it just went and went and went, and pretty much, uh, I, I finally asked the question, like, hey, how did you get into wrestling? Like, just trying to figure out, like, how did you get in? And he told me. But he told me he was wrestling at the time uh here in Jackson at USA Championship Wrestling under Burt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sweet. I've never been to an independent show. I've always been to like the live shows that come into town and all that stuff, but never independence. Mm-hmm. And he finally told me, but he didn't tell me like a certain time. He didn't tell me the he told me the place, but he didn't tell me the time. So I get there. My mom's taking me. I couldn't drive at the time. I think I was like 16, I think. And I get there and it's like in a club. I'm confused. I'm like, can I even get in here? Can I get in? And then, (laughs) I see everybody walking out and I'm like, oh no, I show up as soon as it ends. First ever, I show up as soon as it ends. And I'm like, man
0: hello everyone this is brian ferguson the host of bumps and thumps the talk of wrestling i want to tell you about a new podcast out called Fouls count anywhere it is a classic pro wrestling pro- podcast that brings you the legends of wrestling with true wrestling fans chris DiCarlo and charlie turner they bring on guests that are legends in this business as well as wrestlers of today promoters referees you name it, they have them on there, folks, and I encourage you to listen to them if you're on YouTube, watch them. They put, drop every Saturday, they have their podcast, they drop it in the afternoon. So look forward to that podcast coming out, Falls Count Anywhere Podcast with Chris DiCarlo and Charlie Turner. Folks, you will not be disappointed, I guarantee it, and enjoy the podcast. <laughs>
1: He got me, he grabbed me, Jason, and brought me around back, and we were just talking for a little bit. And pretty much the next day, uh, it was like we can try to get some training in, and I'll let you meet everybody, which everybody was mostly just Bert and uh, Johnny Moore and all them, really good people. And yeah, so the next day we go up there, we're training pretty much, and I meet Bert, Bert. I didn't get to, like, stick around from when Bert was still with us, pretty much. But I got, like, just a small glimpse of who he who he, who he was as a person. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him. Mind you, never – I haven't even gotten to the ring yet. I haven't gotten to the ring. I haven't done anything. I just told him my name. And he was like, oh, I really like that name. And they gave me, like, that boost of confidence. Like, oh, oh, this feels – this is great. I like this. I like this little feeling I'm getting here because – I don't know compliments go a long way for me. So,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. he's telling me all this and uh, I tell him my name and it was like, around this time is when everybody really started calling me Marco. Cause my name is Markel Harris. I right. just, I for my normal name. And he was like, try to find a name, try to find a name. I told him Markel Harris. He was like, I like it. I like it. I really do. But he was like, try something else. Just try something else. And I was thinking about just taking the name completely, just, like, not even using, like, my actual, anything close to my actual name. But nothing was just rolling off the tongue. And then everybody was like, why don't you just go with Marco? Like, be Marco. And then I was like, even the last name? They were like, yeah. So, finally happens. I go through my training. uh, But then, sadly, around the next year, COVID had hit. So, full year off that. I only got, at at this time, pretty much was about, I would say two, two to three months of uh, just training, pretty much. And then when I came back after the whole COVID thing, I started refing a lot more because I was already refing at that time, but I wasn't refing consistently. And I started refing. Uh, I come back, it's under TCW now under Casey Gold and Johnny Morton. Okay. And I'm refing, just doing my training, traveling with the guys pretty much. And then I don't know where I finally like around, like I believe a week before my debut, I guess. Uh, Casey comes up to me, he's like, "You're gonna have your first match," and I was like, "What? No gear, <laughs> no nothing." I'm like, "I'm like, oh no, this can't be." It. My 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 family, my family, they need like a month advance, so I'm like, "I need, I gotta have my family here. I gotta have this and this and this." And I'm like, "Man, I'm just excited at this point." So, yeah. Uh, I finally get everything, and it's about coming down to the time pretty much. I'm like, I don't even have a nickname or nothing. I'm just going to go out there as mark I'm like, who am I? I'm already asking that question, like, first match. I'm like, who am I? And uh, (laughs) Casey and Jason both come up to me, and they're like, well, actually, Casey. I was like, who's my opponent? That's what I was concerned about. I was like, who's my opponent? It was like, take a guess. And I've guessed, like, five times. None of them (laughs) correct." First time, first ever match, Jason Genesis, the man that trained me. And it was like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. And I knew, like, just by us, like, oh, the way we trained, I already knew. It was like, it was just that feeling of, like, this is going to be one of those moments that just, it's a feel-good moment, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was going to hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it hurt, the whole family, yeah. every time. But... Over oh, just watching the video back from now to then is it's a good feeling. It's great. yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I want to ask you about your training. You know, you were trained by your what uh Jason, mm-hmm. what was that like when you first let's like the first time you got there, you got into the facility? Uh, you know, maybe they probably explained a little bit to you, but taking that first bump, taking that first. Uh, whip into the rope uh what was that i mean were you like okay this isn't what i was expecting or was it it was it what we, you were expecting i guess
1: uh well just from well my first ever bump because i was refing before the training which was mm-hmm. like back i guess i got into the refing before training so i knew like how hard it was on the field. I knew that part. Okay. But that was just on the wrist. That's just on the wrist. I haven't, I haven't took any ref bumps or anything at this time. And, uh, pretty much we get there, we're training and everything. And I don't know, just, I don't even remember the first bump, honestly, but <laughs> I know I do remember like being sore a lot. I remember being sore a lot. Yeah. <laughs> first time running the ropes though. Uh, we call it the John Cena pretty much, where we're like, you got the whole wide leg up pretty much in the ropes. Yeah. I did that a lot. And that was just messing <laughs> up my back. I had like a rope mark on my back and it was ah, I'm glad I did change. I'm just glad it changed pretty much. But yeah, running yeah. the ropes like that, just back yeah. and forth and it was pretty simple. But the training wise, uh Jason trains way different yeah, like, a lot different than everybody else here, I guess, which is, in my opinion, not to be biased, but a good thing, I guess, because it's just, like, Mm -hmm. we're in the South, and especially in our area, it's not, like, Mm -hmm. we only know certain things that Mm -hmm. other people up North and all that are being taught, pretty much, but Jason has, like, that new, modern mind, which I'm not saying, like, the old school is bad, either, I don't, I'm not saying none of that. I'm just right. saying when you get kids like around my age, that's normally who he kind of attracts to, pretty much, to train. Mm-hmm. It's like you, of course, you're going to learn your basics, but when do you finally step out of the basics? Yeah. That's pretty much. So, and him kind of like showing me the basics while also showing me at like a more medium style, medium pace, pretty much, kind of, like, encouraged my fast pace and steady pace during a match, pretty much. So, and he also wasn't, like, he was a hard trainer, I will say. he If if I wasn't getting it down, he was going to push me to until I got it down, that's how it is, my trainer. But even still, it was, like, me and him were both learning new things with each other. So... Mm. It was more. It wasn't more of like a training session. It was just more of like, how can we do this to get better with each other, pretty much. Yeah. So, just yeah. having that type of style of training just kind of, yeah. I guess, boosted me. So.
0: Well, it's interesting that you're nineteen years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you've been doing this for a few years.
1: Only a year. Uh, well,
0: a year. Let's say a year. You had COVID. Kind of kind of held you back a little bit for a while because of that. And let me ask you this: um, I know you, you've done some match or some uh cards in Mississippi area, Boonville, uh, Tennessee. Uh, have you been anywhere else? I mean, as far as oh. outside of that little not little but
1: that area uh yeah um I have went to Indiana first every time I went to black label pro, uh pro it was just for Battle royal but I got a dark match with Walker Haynes that's my twin we have the same birthday so okay <laughs> uh, I wrote up there it was a it was a really good experience because at that time this is when I was like kind of getting introduced to independence, like how deep the independence really is. So I was watching uh YouTube clips of like just independent free matches pretty much. And Black Label Pro would always pop up. A lot of my favorite wrestlers from independence were on Black Label Pro. So, and at this time, Marco Stunt was in the area uh, around our area. Him and Walker are really good friends. So he introduced me to Marco and it just kind of shot up from there. We went up to... Indiana. It was me, Walker, Marco, and Allison from uh, mm-hmm. TNA, and pretty much it was me and Walker had a dark match, and then after that, it was the I can't remember, but it. it was a battle royal. I can't remember. I think it was around Valentine's Day. I can't remember, but okay. <laughs> really fun time and just the experience of being having to finally travel out and like go that far.
0: Yeah, that
1: was that was a that was a. I couldn't sleep. That was one thing. Yeah. I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. Too excited, but, right? Yeah, I was just like, man, what are we going to do tomorrow? What's happening tomorrow? Am I going to see all my peoples and all that stuff? But it was fun.
0: Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support Professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T H E W F I A dot org, and become a member today. Oh, good. I want to add, you know, when. They decided, hey, Marco, we want to put the belt on you. You know, I mean, that's, one, that's a great honor. But, but two is, you know, you're very young. So that tells me, and probably people either watching or listening to this, that at 19 years old, you have that it factor i mean if people are watching they can look at you you look very uh athletic you speak very well you 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 have that charisma i guess i want to say and i don't even know you i mean this is the first time we've met uh but i've watched a couple clips uh, uh of you and I couldn't believe when Ralph told me that you were only, uh, you were under 20 years old, I was like, he must be uh, mistaken. And and when you say you've only been in this business, you know, wrestling actually for about a year, year and a half, um, that tells me that you've been trained right and you wanted to learn, but when they put that, when they want to put that belt on, you kind of tell me your emotions, your, how it felt uh were you nervous what was that like for you
1: it was um it was a lot at the moment because it kind of came out of nowhere i guess Mm -hmm. like i guess i can go in depth it was more we were trying to build something pretty much with the whole thing where Mm -hmm. not many people in the area we brought our whole basically like our whole Teacher versus student storyline from Tennessee to Mississippi. So we were trying to build something with that. People from Mississippi don't know that we trained. They had never even seen us cross paths before. Like, except one time. We tagged when we were hills. I because I before a year ago, we were I was a hill. And we tagged at that time. And that was the last time didn't know, no more, uh, like just no more seeing each other pretty much. And once they finally told me that, like, this is the moment, pretty much. I think we had two We had two matches. My match, when I came back to PW, that was my, my turn mat, return match. Uh, and my, it was another match we had. It was a triple threat match. And then after that, apparently, they were just like, he's ready. And normally, I'm a calm person when it comes down to, like, being told news and all that stuff. But. It was like my first, I've always had like cruiserweight titles. I've had tag team titles, but like heavyweight title, that always just barely missed me. So finally being able to hear that and have like that relief of like, oh, finally all this work I've put in pretty much just like trying to change myself, change my body, change my just everything pretty much. And finally work up to like that. I look like a champion. I am a champion type of role now. It felt nice. It felt like I can get all yeah. nerves. Like, as soon as the music hits and the match, the match was great again. It was on, it's on, it's out now uh, episode. I want to say 106, I believe. I can't remember, okay. but it's, like it's out now. Um, once, once you hear the three, the pop, oh, I, all my emotions just, like, at the end, I'm yelling. Like, I'm losing Damn. more than I did during the match and that was just like my actual emotion finally coming out pretty much. Cause I just haven't had that feeling in a while pretty much where yeah. It was like I haven't had that feeling truthfully since like I would say like my first match where it was just emotion, raw emotion, I guess. Yeah. So
0: Wow. I mean to be so young and and to be given the, the, the call. Uh that says a lot about you. Um And sounds like you got a bright future, but I want to ask you this too, Marco, if I could chemistry with people, see, I know you've only been in the business a little while, but I wanted, I wanted to ask you besides your trainer, of course, who is a person that you've either wrestled against or wrestled with as a tag team that you just. Everything flowed well. You just have that it factor with them. It just, it's smooth. Can Is there somebody that comes to your mind? Let think
1: something just smooth. Uh, hmm. Just feels smooth. Honestly, like my, I would say with the few times of like just us tagging, it was in the beginning uh, of like when I first started wrestling. Mm-hmm. I would say when I've been tagging, no, no no, no. okay, yeah, I got one for both. I got one for both. So okay, what with during the tagging, I would say it would be Wayne moxie, it just felt natural. uh he's an independent wrestler here doing big things. I think he just had a record breaking championship run down in uh SPCW and okay. he's doing good things now, but when I first started at TCW, But uh, they put me in, like, a small tag team a couple of times. And one of the tag teams were Hops and Dreams with me and Moxie. And because at that time, I was known as Hang Tom Harris, and he was known as the Dream Weaver. So we came up to uh, Hopes and Dreams. Yeah, Hopes and Dreams, that (laughs) song. And it was a fun time. It was just fun, and it felt natural. I feel like I can just be myself and just have fun pretty much. But with someone uh wrestling wise, like just going against uh at this time I was branching off from TCW, I believe, and moving down towards Middleton, Tennessee. And there was this one guy named Devin Taylor Pre. His he's passed away now, but he kind of made me feel in the area, it was just like he was like my wrestling brother, I guess. Where it was like okay. that first, that first ever time, and we wrestled about, we wrestled about twice, three times, and just in that short time of like being able to know him, I guess we had some good matches. And I would say for like at the time we were both like now just coming in green and just trying to, you know, enjoy yeah. him and enjoy ourselves and let the people enjoy us. And normally, we will, it would be a pretty good match, I would say, and. Yeah. I just, just all the guys coming up to, him, oh, that was pretty good. And like the fans too. So just knowing that me and him were like, so green and still being able to like put on for the just like simplest things. Like I know it wasn't top tier, but at the time, Hey. <laughs> hey <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I wanted to ask you too, Marco, uh, your family, you talk about them a little bit. What do they think of all of what you're doing now Getting into the business, are, are there some mixed feelings on it? Or are they, you know, what, what's that like for you?
1: Um, so my mom at the time, my mom, my, my, my mom, when I first started, she, she was like confused at first. Because at this time I was like playing soccer and everything. I was the captain of a soccer team. And that's just what I thought I was going to do before wrestling. And I told her, I was like, hey, I'm gonna start training for wrestling. And she's like, well, you know, like the good old, give me a 30 minute lecture of being safe and, you know, just watch out who you trust and all that. And of course, that's just, that's that's basic. That's just something implanted in me. So that was that. And then my older brother, he's, he's the jokester of the family where all the jokes are come out, you know, he's, Talking about me wearing the tights and everything. <laughs> but he was, he's supportive of it also. But my middle brother, he's the one that's really pushing me. Uh, Cameron, he's pushing me, just trying to be a better me, helping me come up with new ideas, merch, videos, and just yeah. things in general. He's the guy that I can go to and sit down. If I really have that problem, we talk yeah. about it. He's just, it's all supportive.
0: It's good to have that supportive network, especially your family. Mm -hmm. It, uh, it really does help a lot to know that at least you have them in, in the background. So a couple more questions here. One is what's coming up for you in the next month or so, as far as there is any dates or uh, things that are coming up for you that we can put in the description down there for you.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I got a doubleheader this week. I got Friday uh, down in Bradford, Tennessee, Premier Pro okay. Wrestling, and the junior heavyweight champion there. we'll be defend. I will be defending against whoever comes and whoever shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the next night, we got I can't, I, I can't pronounce it, Manchise, Mississippi, I believe, at the high school. Uh, it's a fundraiser for the volleyball team. And last year, we did, not even last year, a couple of months ago, we did a, a fundraiser for another volleyball team and someone tried to disrespect the cup so I have to show up. And go <laughs> out. So that's going to be going on Saturday night also. And uh, I will be having a graphic i guess showing all my future dates and everything and also okay. new work and pictures and just things to sell so awesome
0: social media i know you have a facebook page do you have any other social media uh, I do. accounts okay
1: let's what do you got for instagram we got at marco wrestles okay And then if you want to go follow my YouTube, I post just random, not random, but like more of like my favorite edits for matches. It's Marco does things on YouTube. (laughs) I I like these. Okay, great. Uh,
0: and I am excited. You seem like such a, you're a very nice and polite young man. Uh, and you are, so your mother raised you right and your, and your two brothers. And I want to say that uh, I'm so glad that Ralph Harkey had me reach out to you. Um, it sounds like you got a bright future ahead of you. Um, you know, if you keep progressing as you have already, heck few years, you might be in one of the big three there, WWE, AEW, or Impact, you know. And I could say, I interviewed that guy back in the day.
1: Sounds good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in, if you see this man on the marquee or on a poster, or if you see it on social media, and they're in your town or close to it, Go see those shows. These guys, I know these Indies, especially in the last five, six years have really brought up their game and put on a card that is like top-notch. And that's, it's a lot of them now. It's not the carnival that, you know, are, is perceived as now it it is top-notch first class. And one more time, ladies and gentlemen, Marco Harris, thank you for coming on today. Really appreciate
1: it. Thank you for having me again, man. All right. Like I said,
0: folks, if you get out to, if you see him on the marquee or on a poster or social media, and they're in your town, go see him, support these guys, buy a t-shirt, ain't gonna kill you. There's probably 15, $20, uh, uh, a picture. I'm sure they'll take a picture with you, sign it, all that good stuff. Folks, if you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so, and we will talk to you soon.